Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 159 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? We just had like a whole 20 minute discussion before we yeah. started the show. <laughs> like, the, I think the longest discussion we've had in a long time. I feel I, like that should be Patreon stuff. I don't know. Well, I mean, some of it probably <laughs> some could of it, be. Some of it. <laughs> we talked about frames. We talked about frames for posters for like a good 15 minutes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very exciting, and, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm honestly a little hyped about you know figuring out so like so yeah, we were talking about artwork and and you know getting some new stuff done. So yeah, yeah and it, I, was, it was fun. Yeah, and I was explaining how I had gotten um, Charles had done some editing or some pictures for me, and I ended up using Artbeat Studios and did the metal stuff instead of the canvas and like it came out ridiculously good so that was definitely uh pretty neat well, and we were talking about the meetup too you know <laughs> plan- mm-hmm. a little bit of planning yeah, for the uh, meetup yeah. <laughs> we, oh we were all yeah we were also talking about next year so while the cups were great and and i, I love using mine w- would we do a bag or would we do a piece of artwork like a thomas kincaid or something next year hmm all thoughts you know, i yeah. You were talking about what the next shirt was going to be, uh, not recently, but like, I mean, yeah. not not just in the past 20 minutes, but I was thinking to myself how funny it would be to have cartoon versions of us in the uh, the Jeopardy scene from uh, from Universe of Energy. But, you know, then you can't have stupid Judy, though. Then you miss you miss out on that. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. hold on. You, you just touched on something, Tom, because yeah. I was suggesting like, you know, keeping with the haunted river country theme, like haunted. Yeah. Ellen's energy adventure like, that's where i got the idea you were talking about Haunted yeah Ellen. yeah and so i was but, but i didn't think be. about the jeopardy scene specifically yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense pre-show yeah do the pre-show yeah. <laughs> wait wait uh, I, I hold on i i can be i can be the host then and then we can yeah. still fit everyone in yeah yeah because you got uh, to see yeah that's fine you could do that yeah you could be you could be alex trebek i guess yeah <laughs> no i'm the new dude what's his name again it, wait the the new host Yo, no it's of jeopardy um yeah, you mean Ken Jennings for yes, for the I would be Ken yeah. Jennings. Yeah, yeah, I, I think okay. he's going to stay. He's pretty good, man. Yeah, I, I, do I like thought that they, they were getting that um, the physicist from uh, Big Bang Theory was going to do it. No, she does. That. She does some of them. Yeah. She does like the special mm. event ones. But yeah, I, I watch. I actually watch Jeopardy every night. Uh, my wife. That's a thing my wife and I do. We always watch Jeopardy. So <laughs> I've been watching it recently because of the the streak that um yeah, uh, what's her name is on Amy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually, I, I don't think I ever told you guys this that I actually applied for Jeopardy uh, months ago because I was bored and I wanted to see how difficult it was. <laughs> the test is really hard, man. It's, it's not. Easy. I would assume it would be. It, you know, the answers aren't hard. It's just that they give you like they give you ten seconds to read the question and then type out the answer. Like, so you have ten mm-hmm. seconds, and it's like fifty questions, and it's one after the other, 10 seconds. It's hard. Here's, you know? here's the thing with Jeopardy. If you're on Jeopardy and you like get negative 1200, like some of these people, like I'm never going to let you forget about it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. Like I feel like <laughs> I were to go like, on Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No it would be every show. I talk about that. Remember when Tom had negative 1200 on Jeopardy? Yeah. 
I, I, do, I don't know I mean, if your opinion matters. You got negative 1200 on Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every time I see a Jeopardy episode where the person doesn't make it into Final Jeopardy because they have negative dollars, I'm just like, yeah, that'd be me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would definitely be me. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's what I was thinking for the shirt. How great would it be to do the pre-show scene from from uh, Universe of Energy and, and some yeah. some fun way to do that, you know? Yeah. Could have a reference to the old uh, to the old house phone that she has in it. You know some of the outdated stuff that was still in there. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Should that house phone with the so. like the really long antenna on it? You know. <laughs> so everyone listening, you're 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 literally getting this is what the pre-show talk sounds like. Just it so is. you, are, yeah. you know, like we're 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 actually like legitimately planning something right now as we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, if we put the pre-show stuff out on the Patreon, the pre-show sounds pretty much exactly like the regular show, right? Like, it's, yeah, we we it's talk true. pretty much the same. There's a lot more cursing in the pre-show, but <laughs> yeah. we do get some business stuff taken care of as well. Yeah, there's business stuff. Yes, there is. There is some things, uh, you know, as as we've we've grown as a show, things get slightly more complicated, but not really. I mean, still fairly simple, but there's there's some business involved now these days. So, yeah. It's funny because I always joke, I always say as as the CEO of Welcome Home, and it's like, but I kind of technically am. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but uh, as as a, I always mean it as a joke because you guys know it's like never yeah, it, just it's my just decision. how it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just how it worked out. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but uh, I always just think it's funny to say that. But um, what, who was, oh, someone was saying that the well, shirt we'll should be Damon. It should be, uh, oh, no, the giveaway at the meetup should be signed headshots of Damon. That's what. Uh, was. Yes. I, I always feel like, though, right, if you're the CEO, I was kind of look at it like, you know, a movie. Like, you can be the producer, and that's cool. I, I still want to be the action hero at the end of the day. That's fine. Yeah. I don't really want to be the CEO. That wasn't just, it just kind of happened that way. It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> right, we got listener questions. All right. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get into this. <laughs> All right, so all right. Chris says, well, I want to do the se- – well, all right, I'll do the first one. Chris says, with the big increase in resale value, have any of you thought of selling contracts or contracts – contract or contracts to use that money to buy more at a different resort? Are you happy where you are? More directed to Tom and Damon because Trevor is a poly fanboy. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's not what it says, but, I mean, you, you summarized it pretty well. Yeah, you can say that. I don't care. <laughs> sure. Um, for me, no, because I like Saratoga. It doesn't really matter to me. I, I Again, for me, it doesn't really matter where I'm at because I see myself going to Barrow and Hilton Head for the next probably – we were talking about this actually I think yesterday in the family, probably to 2023. I think that's when maybe we'll go back to the parks. I don't see us going back to the parks before 2023. So – no, I don't think so. I mean, I have Saratoga, which I think is great because it's big. And then I have Riviera for some unknown reason. I don't even remember why. This was, I don't know, feeling like I should buy something that day. I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. I was going to say, truth be told, um, you you know, even if you're going to Vero and Hilton Head, you're still better off owning at Saratoga just because of the news. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, for me, it's like I, I have thought about selling one of my contracts only because of the hassle of the separate use year that ha- that has been introduced there. So if I were going to sell one, I would probably just end up buying another one with those proceeds to match my current use year. Well, to match the use year that my other two contracts are in. So that's probably the only reason I'd sell. It's not necessarily looking at it as a hey, I could make some money off it right now kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm I'm just inherently lazy about things. 
And that just seems like too much work um, in general, right? Like I just wouldn't do it because I don't see a huge benefit for me. And I would just buy, if I really wanted to be somewhere else, I'd just buy more points. Like at the end of the day, as it was funny, like we were kind of chit-chatting about this with my oldest, like, you know, he's going to college, you know, pretty, you know, looking at that clock, I would assume that, you know, it's probably maybe 10 ish years before he's married with kids. Right. If everything goes accordingly. Right. I'm just going to be using those points then. So if I had to buy more, it doesn't really matter because I'm going to be taking more people. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'll end up doing. And and to your point about, you know, it's not worth messing around with. Like, I I think, you know, the reason that all of us bought into this is because DVC is like, Hey, you're, you're kind of locking in, you know, the next 20, 30 years without having to think about it. So, you know, why would you want to keep going back and forth and keep messing with it? Yeah. Not me. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and to the point, yes, I, I'm not leaving Polly anytime soon, but similar to, to Damon. And I said, this I actually replied to this in, um, on Facebook is that, you know, we are, we are going through the same phases in our, in our life that, that you, that Damon is, but we're, we're about five years behind you. So, yep. you know, we're not at that point yet where, you know, our, our son's, you know, graduating school or, or, you know, that kind of stuff is changing. We may be having the same conversation in five years, but uh, I mean, we also could just say, now nah, we'll just keep going to the poly, but it, you know, it's, it's not off the table is the point. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, once the kids get again, right. We talk about currently our kids are all in school, right? So most of our vacationing is either done in the summer or at a very high, <laughs> unfortunately, um, you know, a busy time. But once those kids get old enough that they're done with school and then they have jobs, while yes, they have less time because, you know, how much vacation do you get? You also have the ability to schedule that at any point now, right? Like you can go mm-hmm. September, October, May, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, and I think that that will be something that we'll end up doing as well. I kind of envision this needing more points because even as the kids get older, they're going to start bringing somebody with them, right? Like be that a girlfriend or a friend or whatever. And I think that then you also need those more points. We were talking about this actually when we go to Vero because, you know, my son's 18, you know, he's still in high school, but you know, he's got a girlfriend and I was like, you know, I don't care if she comes. I mean, she's obviously going to sleep with my daughter, you know, in my daughter's room, we would just have that two bedroom. The boys would have to end up sleeping on the pullouts and stuff like that, but there's more than enough room. Like she wants to come and her parents don't care. Like I, I don't really care. So I think you just start adding people to that whole sort of party that you go with, even if they're not married at some point. Right. So you need those extra points. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I I, I could, I couldn't imagine going with somebody though, that had never been to Disney. Like, I think that would be too (laughs) much effort for me. (laughs) Well, speaking of effort, I, I, you know, I had those, uh, those reservations that were out there at rental store 
and uh i just the the second one the the reservation was actually coming up right so and it hadn't been rented out yet so it's uh it's the 31st to to the 1st of of uh of february right it's just a one night yep and uh so i was like oh man this thing hasn't been rented out yet should i like what should i should i do something and and sure enough like uh i i just like yesterday somebody else rented it but i had to laugh because both of the rentals both of the separate rentals were both from people from new jersey and i was like that's <laughs> i was like all right well that's cool uh that's that's random but um but yeah so i that was you know what though effort though that's why i was saying this is that it was super super easy i mean i really just had to like sign a paper and then i was done i mean it was it was you know, the, the, there's a teeny bit of of not stress per se but stress like you said about uh-oh the date's coming up like yeah. there is a little <laughs> bit of that yeah um in the process just and built in it has nothing to do with you know, the, the, it's just the way it works, right? Yeah, it is. So there is a little bit of that that you have to kind yeah, of factor I'll, in. I'll feel better about mine once I get back the form that I'm waiting for that yep. I can actually rent my points. And I think mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I'm, I know what you guys are talking about is, you know, you know, the, the clock's ticking on it and you want to get things rented yeah. out, but yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you though, like I, I, I had 30 points, right? So there was 30 points that were just going to drift off into the, into the ether. Right. And I, I mean, renting them out, I ended up with like 500 bucks. I was like, can't complain about that, man. Nope, <laughs> definitely not, man. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, those were just going to disappear and mean nothing to me. So, <laughs> so might as All well right. uh, use it. But anyway, but, you want to yeah, read so this next one? I do. I do. This one, I just want to read this one. So this is from Dan. Um, Dan H, I guess we have to yes. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after we had the Dan mix up last time. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm Disney, why wouldn't I just sell Figment corn buckets online through the end of the arts festival? Nothing is stopping them from doing this. They control the manufacturing of them. Okay, so here's the thing, though. One of the funniest things I saw all week is the Figment bucket at Universal <laughs> at the Shrek thing with Donkey talking smack about it. Have you yeah, guys seen I, this? No, I oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw this. That. It's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. So for for anyone that hasn't seen it, go out and watch it. Um, it's all over either TikTok, Facebook. You can watch it anywhere. But it's um, somebody, a lady, brings a figment bucket to the little thing where Donkey talks smack, and it's really funny. Um, okay, so why wouldn't Disney sell figment? Because they don't care. I, I don't understand like how people don't understand this. Is that? The, they're in a in a room going, all right, you know what? We're doing figment popcorn buckets. All right, how many should we order? I don't know. Let's just order 10,000. And that is the end of their thought process, man. <laughs> that is it. It's over and done with. Like, it doesn't matter to them. They don't, they're, they're not going to make enough money off of them to double them up. They're not going to make enough money to order 10 times as much. It just, it doesn't matter. It's something that they do. It's like when you're running a business and something just works this way, that's what they do. They put them out, they're limited, and then that's the end of the discussion. And But doesn't for, the mere fact sorry. of them being limited make them more people want to get them more, right? Like if they were but, but it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if they were available as much, they wouldn't be as popular probably, right? It's just, the whole idea of limited edition is to have limited amounts, right? So. Exactly. And what does it matter to them either way? I don't think that it changes any meter or, or any sort of thing if there was 10,000 versus 100,000. It just doesn't matter. I read somewhere that they had 40,000 of them. That's and, and I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I okay. I but saw somebody asked the cast member and the cast member said they made 40,000. The difference between 40,000 and 100,000 is still irrelevant, I feel like. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, based on the lineups and everything, absolutely. The, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is that, you know, every time these limited edition things come out, 
they they still have a life cycle on them that people forget about. And I've seen this with every other popcorn bucket is that they come out and they're like, oh, the, you know, this is limited edition. You can, you know, you only get it this time. But, you know, for the Festival of the Arts, it runs the entire time of Festival of the Arts. Right now, yeah, they're sold out. More will come in. But then by the time they do come in, the hype's died down on it or people have forgotten because, you know, the first set was gone. And you still end up finding them for previous limited edition popcorn buckets. I remember like there was one of the Christmas ones. It was the, the tree. Um, you know, they were, it was the same thing. They're, they're like, Oh, they're selling out. They're selling out and you can't find them in magic kingdom. We, we happened to be in Disney Springs and they were selling them at the popcorn booth at, at Disney Springs. And we That's were fun. and like, like this was later on it, like, like, like a month later for when they started selling them. And it, you know, it's just people forget and they're still available. The other thing too, is that popcorn buckets are a reason for people to go to the parks. Like, like if you, if you think about it, they're not just selling a popcorn bucket. It's also, you know, I know a lot of people going are annual pass holders and maybe that doesn't, or it, it does kind of factor in because, you know, people, you know, it's not that people are buying annual passes for popcorn buckets, but they're buying it because they can go for these limited edition things, but it's also, you know, they're getting people in the parks and, and, you know, there's, there's a very limited subset that are just going and buying the bucket and leaving. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, the bucket is great and and all that, but there's far more to it than just, you know, if they sold the buckets online to your point, Damon, it wouldn't make a difference. I no. I have a couple different thoughts about this. So, <clears throat> so one, the this is just for Festival of the Arts, and Festival of the Arts is a fairly short festival, right? Like, so mm-hmm. they, you know, why they wouldn't make a ton of these, right? Just because that that festival is going to end, and you know, maybe they have some left over, I guess. But you know, why wouldn't why would they make an absolute ton of them it, if it's just for the Festival of the Arts? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I was watching Shark Tank, and they were talking about like, um, on a Shark Tank, they were talking about a bathing suit line, right? And they're saying it was like, you know, inventory is the killer of that, like. Yeah. Totally the same thing here. Like you're saying, like, you know, you don't want to be left with popcorn buckets. Exactly. That's the worst thing that can happen. Well, and, and, you know, the thing about it was, right. So it was an eight hour line the first day, but then the next day it was maybe a couple hour line. And then the day after it was like maybe an hour. And then towards the end of the stock of them, I don't think there was much of a line at all from what I'd seen. So, you know, the hype dies down pretty quickly. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I think my third thing on this though is, you know, you say nothing is stopping them from doing this. I do think that there are constraints here, right? I mean, Disney and other companies are just having a hard time keeping basic things in stock right now, right? So look, I mean, just look at like the lightsabers, for example, they they don't have the cases for the lightsabers. They couldn't, they didn't have the cardboard boxes for the droids. Like supply chain is tough right now. Like, and so there's, so yes, there is something for stopping them. From doing, you know, I, I don't know about that because you're talking about ordering, um, a container, right? And I just don't think that 40,000 figments is taking up a full container regardless. I mean, so I don't I necessarily don't know. know if that's a, a constraint because they could have ordered 100,000 and I don't know if that would have changed the way the container came over. You kind of know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I get what but, you're saying. I just, I'm just saying it's not like there's, there are some constraints out there right now. I mean, like yeah. Disney's closed. Uh, so there's some Disney World shops that have been closed, like completely closed simply because they don't have stuff to sell. Like they just like literally don't have things coming in. So mm. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a challenge right now that's going on. And, and so I, I do think that that's, that could be part of it too, that they, maybe they did order a hundred thousand of them and they only got 40,000. You know, they only were able to get that many in time, you know? Who knows? Possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So All right. anything else on Figment? Yeah. Let, <laughs> let, no, let's actually, I did want to say something about Universal, though, real quick. So I don't know if anyone saw, but again, because my daughter just, you know, finished Harry Potter now. What I don't think she now Hunger Games. Now she's reading Maze Runner. But anyway, it was really cool to see that over in Beijing, China, that there was snow in Harry Potter land. And it looked like the movies so much more than obviously the Florida or California who don't get snow. It was just such a neat picture to look at. So if you're a Harry Potter fan, um, go check out that picture. It's from Beijing, China, the park there. Uh, and it's Harry Potter with snow. It's really neat. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's that's cool. Because you're not getting that in Florida, right? You're mm-hmm. not getting that in California. So you're it's not. just something a little different. Unless you get the, the soap snow. But yeah, yeah. it's not the same. <laughs> It was pretty yeah, cool. The, the substance <laughs> is not the same. Yeah, Damon and I got snow uh, just uh, yesterday, and yeah, uh, yeah. So, which is is a bit of a rarity for here. I think actually the last six time years we, ago. Yeah, it was I like six a, years it, ago. Yeah, it, it yeah. was funny because it came up. It was the same week, and it came up on my Facebook feed, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, the amazing thing though, Trevor, is like, so it snowed overnight, and it was maybe like two inches, and it was gone by like one o'clock that afternoon, like completely gone. Just oh, I still have melted. snow here. I still have yeah, a fair we, amount of snow. Oh really? See, we yeah. most of ours is gone. I mean, there's still some on like people's roofs and stuff like that. But like, no, 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 we still have like snow in my front yard now. Oh yeah, no, our, ours is all gone. <laughs> ours is yeah. totally melted, and it's not like Damon and I live far from far from each other. It's like a couple hours. I mean, yeah, I like, just think that my neighborhood's pretty wooded. Oh yeah, so I that's think why. that probably kept a lot of the snow based on that. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, that's definitely why. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out in Tom's area um, next next weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna go get some uh, get some food, right? We're gonna go to yeah, or, yeah go to Optimus Hall again. Saturday. Yes, definitely <laughs> yeah. Optimus Hall. Wait, wait, where's Chris? Is Chris coming again? I don't know. We gotta we gotta see. Uh, <laughs> you gotta ask it. He's on the Discord now, so we can ask him. Uh, so. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, he said it's like his favorite place now. He said he and his wife go there all the time now. So <laughs> no, I think we could, we could definitely get him there then. Yeah, we could. He's cool. Sorry, Trevor. We I, I feel bad that you're like left out of this. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you guys finish. I'll just be over here doing <laughs> crying. <laughs> I'll be here in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be here two hours in the in the past uh, <laughs> with uh, your time zone. You know uh <laughs> anyway uh all right, the next question i'm i'm, I'm gonna do all the questions all right do all the questions do today all right, all right do so it. do you guys think that you that they will do anything for epcot's 40th anniversary this year or do you think it goes by the wayside due to the focus on mk's 50th there's no way it goes by the wayside because that's just not disney i mean i think they'll definitely do something will it be as big as if it was a year that there wasn't magic kingdom's 50th no but they've always been like that right like you're always 10 years behind so yeah. i think that we're going to get you know Epcot's my favorite park. So for me, like, I hope there's like cool stuff because I'm all about that. I I kind of, I kind of thought all the, sorry, go ahead, Trevor. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I think, I think again, it's just a matter of timing and you know that they're still pushing the, the 50th, but I'm sure that, you know, just like we saw with the 50th last year, like it was, it was leading up to October 1st 
was when everything happened. So same thing for Epcot is that you'll, you won't see anything until closer to, and they'll spread it out. There's no way that they're not going to, you know, what it's going to turn into is that instead of just having a year of magic kingdom, they're just going to transition right into the Epcot 40th. So, you know, it, it just keeps it going, right? Like, like they, they'll just keep their celebration stuff going, but it just changes parks. I think I'm way more hype for Epcot's 50th than like, if I have to go to magic kingdom's 50th versus Epcot's 50th, uh, it's Epcot's 50th. Not even a sure. question. Yeah, sure. I get that. I'm all about Epcot, even though, <laughs> even though they're going to ruin it with uh, the guardians of the galaxy ride. That's that's going to ruin the whole park for you. <laughs> going to ruin the whole park pretty much. Yeah. The entire thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> the whole thing. It just doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. All right. Um, all right, so Damon and Trevor. I don't. I guess we're just leaving out Tom here. Yeah, I'm, any, well, I don't have teens, so yeah. Just, any yeah. advice? On, well, this is preteens too. Any advice on how preteens do a Disney trip? My nieces are ten and eleven and haven't done a family trip in five years. I'm not sure what cool is at that age, and I have to maintain my cool uncle status. This is from Jeff. So, I mean, my daughter's eleven, so she fits right in there. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, what changes? From that, I think there's this rather large window of right outside of toys, which again is differentiated by the person, not necessarily by age, to them being teenagers. I, I think it's kind of the same, like that whole preteen teen. If they're out of that, if they're out of that kind of that toy scenario, right? It's kind of all the same to me. So I don't know. I mean, shopping is usually a good thing. I think that there's a what I think is really cool at that age is subtle Disney clothes are really cool for them. Right. I mean, that was kind of my daughter's thing as well. Like subtle Disney stuff, Disney jewelry that's subtle as well. Super big. But in terms of, you know, the park, I felt like I don't think anything in the park changed at that level kind of did what we did, but it was just a little bit of the difference of eating right? Like try to find places that were a little bit more, um, not what they're used to in terms of food, right? I think that was always fun. I think my daughter always had fun trying different things in terms of food, which was always great. And then, like I said, the the subtleness of the clothing and the jewelry and the bracelets, you know, all of that kind of worked well. And, And again, she's a Lego person. So the Lego place was also kind of cool, but that's a little bit overrun with younger kids. So I don't know. I just think that the coolest thing you could do for them is going to be to buy them a, a something subtle Disney that they would probably wear all the time. I don't know. That's kind of my thought. I I kind of agree with you there, Damon. Uh, like for our son, the the last trip we went on, he he found a hoodie that he really liked and he wore mm-hmm. it for like a, a year straight because yeah, yeah it, it was it was a Disney hoodie, but it was you know it was different enough and and you know fit his style and all that. So. Yeah, definitely. There, there's a lot to be said for, um, you know, exploring outside of the, the typical, you know, Mickey Mouse or, or yeah, like you said, the, you know, the younger kids stuff. Um, yeah. The other thing, too, that, or I guess the thing that changed for us on the last trip was, um, you know, previous trips, it, it was very much, um, or I guess, you know, as, you know, the adults, we were kind of leading him around. Whereas on the last trip, it was more, we were actually starting to have conversations about, you know, what he liked, what he didn't like and, and all that. Mm. Um, we still, 
I, I think we still end up doing pretty much like ride wise and shows and everything. It, it didn't change a lot of that, but um, we kind of gave him a little bit more control over when and how things went down. I think so, that a little bit easier yeah. with one kid. Yeah. Right. For sure. Multiple. I mean, yeah, yeah, you have to factor that in too. Um. <laughs> but but I, I would agree like that, that whole preteen is like, they think they're way older than they are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they, they actually start to, you know, they don't, they haven't realized like how hard life is yet. Right. They start to get that when they're teenagers, but like that preteen is, but they want to kind of act older. So that's why, like I said, I think that jewelry, subtle clothing sort of stuff works really well. And I, I just, I like that experimentation of food because that's something that makes them feel kind of adultish, but it's not necessarily adultish. I don't know. I think the other thing to keep in mind, so, so, so you know, Con, or, uh, Jeff says here that, you know, he, he wants to keep the cool uncle status. Um, he, like, I, I guess, again, something that worked for me with my son was, you know, you have to, they'll kind of follow your lead as well on, like, if, if you say, well, no, I'm, I'm not going on that, you know, I'm not going to go on small world. That's, you know, that's a kiddie ride. Like if, if you, frame things in such a way that, you know, you wouldn't do it or, or you make it embarrassing for them, especially at that preteen age, um, you'll find really quickly that they don't want to do anything that you want to do. So um, I, I guess part of it is, you know, keeping the cool uncle status is you have to kind of let yourself go too. And if honestly, you know, if you, if you just act like a big kid there, they'll probably just get on board with it and go with whatever you're doing. And yeah, yeah if, and if you're cooler than their parents, like, you know, if you're the fun one, they'll absolutely just follow you around. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's about that differentiating experiences, right? Something yeah. that they wouldn't necessarily do at home. So yeah, keep, keep them in the conversation for sure. Yep. All right, Tom, are you, you have any thoughts or are we just going to go to the next question? I agree with everything you all said. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. So this is from the other Chris. What is your Disney or Disney adjacent adjacent guilty pleasure? My choice, Thunder and Paradise, Hulk Hogan starring as a Navy SEAL based in front of the Grand Floridian. Sadly, Hulk didn't wear a monocle. It was delightfully awful, and I loved every bit of it. I wish they would run that on Disney+. Plus. Whew. Guilty pleasure for mm. Disney? I don't know. I watch all the teenage shows. So like just in general, like maybe like that's just my thing. Like, and I watch cartoons like crazy. So I don't necessarily know if I would consider them guilty pleasures per se, but I mean, I guess being an adult watching cartoons still and being an adult watching the show, like big shot. I love big shot. Like that's such a great show, right? Like um, the mighty ducks, like I will watch all of that stuff. So I don't, I don't think it's like not, I don't think it's a, a, I don't know. I don't think it's frowned upon anymore as an adult to watch cartoons. Cause of like, you, you have the proliferation of like adult cartoons and you know. Uh, yeah. You I know. mean, I guess so. But I guess if I was yeah. to go to, to a conversation with a bunch of adults, I wouldn't be like, yeah. So I was watching, you know, the mighty duck series. And let me tell you something like, you know, I, I don't <laughs> yeah, necessarily yeah, know yeah, if I would yeah, do that, yeah, but I watch that with my daughter. Like we watch all those series, like, or even secrets of sulfur Springs. Like we're watching that. Which, by the way, is they for some crazy reason they decided to drop all the episodes at once for the whole season. Oh wow! So yeah, hmm. we're it we, was that. Did, 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 excuse me. What show was that? Secrets of Sulfur Springs. Oh okay, gotcha. And, and it season seems three. like there's yeah, it seems like there's going to be a season three, but that's a very Disney thing to do is run three seasons in general. 
Um, I just hope it doesn't get canceled because again, they cliffhanger it. I, I hate when that happens in these shows, you're going to cliffhanger something and then not finish it. Like I, I still have, t- I still have very, very bad. Um, I don't know, withdrawal from the Netflix show that did that to me where all the teenagers were in the town and all the adults disappeared. I, I don't remember. Was it called society? I, I don't know, but it was like really upsetting because you know, the, the authors, it, was, it wasn't based on a book, right? So I couldn't go back and figure out what happened. And, and the people were still, the producer was still trying to sell it. And they never did. And they didn't talk about it. It was just very upsetting. So anyway. <laughs> Damon has some trauma about. I have some trauma. I, I, yeah. I hate when that happens. Like, yeah. again, if it's, it's, if it's book-based, that's fine, right? Because I'm okay with that. But Secrets of Sulphur Springs, like, if they don't tell me, like, what's really going on, like, it's like you know, could keep me awake one night. Like, I hate that. Like whatever happened with that show? No, I don't like that. <laughs> so, so what about you, Tom? What's your, or what do you see pleasure? Yeah. I don't know, but I, I'll, 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 first of all, I want to talk about Chris's guilty pleasure, thunder and paradise. I vaguely remember thunder and paradise. Do you guys remember thunder and paradise? No, not at all. No, <laughs> I actually sent a link. I sent the link of uh, all the Disney places in this show and uh, to you guys, but uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remember this and I don't remember what happened in it, but I remember Hulk having this series. But uh, anyway, I think probably mine is around like, I like watching all of the really old, uh, like the the really old uh, footage of like the parks and like the, the those little documentaries around the parks on Disney Plus. Like, I don't know. I, I I I'm sure some people find that stuff weird, but like I just find that stuff immensely interesting. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's mm-hmm. one uh, that's called um, I want to I think it's like Seasons in Disneyland or something like that, and and it's like you know black and white, like just kind of like showing some of the old stuff at Disneyland and like some of the different things that they did throughout the seasons. And it, it was just was kind of fascinating to me. I'm sure most people have not dug that deep into Disney plus because it's not exactly something that they were like advertising, but it's like one of those things that they obviously had in the, in the archive and they were like, let's throw this on there. And, but I mean like there's some cool stuff in there. Like if you watch like one of the old parades at Disneyland, like there was some stuff they did in the parades that was really kind of cool, like with special effects and just stuff that was interesting and you know just kind of seeing like uh how people dressed when they went to the you know to disneyland back in like you know the the 60s and like full suits and like <laughs> uh really like you know fancy fancy clothes like it just it's interesting to see the difference uh you know then to now so yeah i don't know i don't know if that's is, is considered a guilty pleasure but it's it's definitely a, a a thing i feel like not a lot of people watch right yeah i think Mine kind of sits in between both of yours in that, in that sense. Like it's, you know, I, I, I do what you do, Tom, where, you know, I'll, I'll occasionally, yeah, go digging for shows or, or like looking for stuff on YouTube and articles and all that kind of stuff. And so, so there's that, but then also on the other side is occasion. And the thing is like, like, I, I know for you, Damon, like you, you, you're always, it seems like you're always watching like the next, disney show or like disney cartoons and stuff Mm. like that i kind of go through phases with it where i won't do it for a while and then it's like i have to go back and watch like a bunch of old shows that um like like the buzz lightyear animated show or um like like some of those weird ones that i guess people didn't necessarily 
talk about a lot. And he, and even when they were out, it like, like my kid wasn't watching them. It wasn't that I, I'm watching them because he, you know, it's like, oh, this oh, is my I, kid's I, favorite. It's just, yeah, it's just something that I'm like, hey, you know, th- this was a fun show. You know, they, they, you know, it, it, there wasn't any reason that I should have been watching it at the time, but, you know, you just kind of find it and, and go with it. Right. So, um, so yeah, I do that. And then, I mean, I guess it's hard because, you know, you know, when you say Disney guilty pleasures, I mean, honestly, even like the, this podcast is a guilty pleasure as far as I'm concerned, because, um, you know, when I talk with my coworkers and my friends and stuff, they don't know Disney, they don't get Disney, they don't, they don't have these conversations. So, so to me, this is kind of that that thing or that outlet where, you know, I can go in and talk about this stuff with people that get it. <laughs> yeah. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Uh, calling the pot. Cause I kind of agree with you in a weird way that the podcast is my guilty pleasure because it, it's not something I advertise to people in my regular life. Like it's not mm-hmm. something I go around talking about every once in a while, somebody accidentally finds out about it and they either find it cool or weird depending, you know? Yeah. So, um, but you know, like, yeah, it's it's in a weird way. I hadn't really thought about that, Trevor. But it is. This is kind of my guilty pleasure because it's, you know, we we know that we uh, live in a uh, the 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 interest that we have in in this is is not uh, always looked upon well by some members of society, right? Oh, so everyone has their own opinions on it, and yeah, yeah. you know, I, I went, and that's part of why I don't advertise it either. Is that you know, I've. I've had some people, you know, where are you going on vacation? Disney World. Why are you going there? Right. And then it's all the you yeah. know reasons why they hate it, which, you know, I don't care. But <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of learned a long time ago to stop like being annoyed by that. Right. Like it just yeah. and just being like, yeah, you know what? That's fine. My thing. You want to have your thing. You have your thing. I have my thing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's because I, I used to get annoyed by that. And you used to, I used to fight about it. And, just be like, and now I'm just like, OK, whatever. Cool. Enjoy. Do you want to go to. Uh, the DVC news, the little piece of DVC news here, this, uh, that DVC confirms that the Epcot of, uh, lounge will be available throughout 2022 now as well, which, you know, I don't think we're surprised I mean, by, right? We're, we're like a month into 2022 and I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think just, I bet, you know, it's year to year, right? So like everybody's yeah. just waiting for it to be the thing that gets chopped, right? So like I think people are just waiting for that and then, you know, they don't always update the website. And so, you know, because the website will say like uh, available through 2021, right. You know, to the end of 2021 and then they don't update it. And everybody's like, Oh, does that mean it's over? It's, it's done, you know? And I mean, listen, it, they might close it at some point if they av- av- ever get around to redoing the imagination pavilion, which I have to assume at some point they will, uh, then so, we'll probably so let's lose talk about that then. Yeah. Let, let, let's actually talk about that because yeah, you know, we, yeah. we talk about this every year that the lounge is not, it's definitely not going anywhere. It It is used. Uh, I, I think part of it is, you know, you know, it's never, it's not like the lounge is ever empty. So, you know, why would they stop utilizing it at this point? Um, but you know, the bigger question is, is when, when will it go away because of the fact that the imagination imagination pavilion is getting an overhaul yeah i think that's the real question because it probably doesn't cost them much to run that thing right i mean at the end of the day and it's a great benefit for members members really like it uh i mean i do wonder you know eventually if they they do refurb the 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 imagination pavilion if they you know either move move it to a different place in epcot or they open a new lounge in one of the other parks or 
you know, I don't know. But I, feel I want like, a lounge in the Mexico Pavilion. That's what I want in the Mexico Pavilion. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a random one. Like I love, I love the aesthetic in there. Like I, I love walking in there and just how like it's always like that permanent evening. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, no, but I love you know, the Mexico like, Pavilion too. But it feels ca- claustrophobic to me because I feel like it's too small. You know what I mean? Uh, fair, but but like I'm thinking if you know if they put a lounge like up up above like so like you're looking down over the the courtyard area there i think that would be great that'd be kind of cool i mean they i think the problem is like they probably are going to want to use an existing space right like they're not going to build a new space out right so i don't know i think it'd be cool to have one i think they could do it in epcot i almost wonder if it'd be harder in magic kingdom because i feel like it would need to be bigger you know what i mean because I feel like yeah. more people, well, because obviously Magic Kingdom is the most attended park in the in the world, right? So you're you're thinking you have to have more capacity there, and and where do they have the space for that? I don't know. Should build a DVC lounge right into Tron, like that should be part of the building. Maybe that little two story building that they're building uh, that nobody knows what it is. You know that little. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be neat. Yeah, there you go. They're building a special <laughs> but- lounge just for DVC members there that they haven't announced. <laughs> Yeah. That, what were we going to say, Trevor? Uh, yeah, I was gonna, it would be great if we actually got something in every park. So, like, you have a place where, you know, you can kind of, you know, when everyone else is, like, scrambling to get, you know, get out of the rain or get out of the heat or whatever, you just have a place where you can go and sit down and relax that, you know, you don't have to leave the park. I, w- I would love that. But, yeah, it, you know, back to back to this news, you know, it's... I think people, you know, everyone's waiting for this to happen. You know, like we've had it for a long time and everyone's like, oh, you know, they're going to take it away. They're going to take it away. And and it also fits with the theme of, you know, a lot of things have been taken away in the last year and a half. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I get people's pessimism about, uh, about having the lounge. But like you said, there, it's probably, it's probably pretty inconsequential to them for the amount of, time and money it takes to run it and it is seen as as a good benefit but yeah until i i'm waiting for um you know the imagination pavilion to get an overhaul similar to splash mountain and actually to that point like we you know if you're talking about when this stuff's going to happen you know you know they've been talking about redoing splash mountain now for well over a year and everyone's like you know it's happening now it's happening now right and it we're still years out before that happens I can't see the imagination pavilion changing any time in the next couple of years because they do have a backlog of things that they want to do now at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, I think yeah. probably imagination pavilion. I mean, the fact that they haven't even announced anything for that, right? Like there's all sorts of stuff that they've announced already for Epcot that they haven't even like, I don't want to say started on, but there's still, you know, a significant amount of work to be done there. I mean, you know, you're talking about the, they has the whole middle of the park is still ripped up. Right. I mean, yeah. they, they've, they've got um creation shop open right so that's that's done right but they still are working on the restaurant they still need to do uh the spaceship earth overhaul right um because that's i don't think that was canceled i think that was just put on hold and then they're working on that moana thing that they're doing the 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 water attraction thing that's being built mm-hmm. right so like yep. there's all that that still needs and plus you know the the roller coaster right so I would think that f- that all that stuff that's being worked on now is like phase one, right? And then phase two is going to be maybe the play pavilion they're finally going to do, which I think they mentioned recently 
like they mentioned it in plans recently. So that seems like it's not canceled. Just maybe like, yeah, it's, it, it's coming, but again, it's still like, we're talking oh. years before this yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. Like phase two and three of the reimagining of Epcot, right? Like, so like they, they're still in phase maybe one or, or maybe even two. You, I mean, cause some of the stuff did open, right? So like, I think harmonious was part of that and, and the stuff that they did to spaceship earth and the whole front section. I mean, it's, uh, Trevor, it's, I, have you been since they got rid of the tombstones in the front of Epcot? Because it's been a while now since you've been able yeah, to go, we, right? So we, so those were gone in t- was that twenty nineteen probably? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were gone on our last trip. Like they, I think they had just been taken out like a month or two before we got there. So it, you know, to your point, it was still very much just a bunch of construction. Like it didn't, it, it didn't look like anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, that's that's what I'm saying. Like they've they've got a lot. I mean, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff going on at Epcot, and I mean, I think they're probably also going to wait until uh, Guardians of the Galaxy opens to close Spaceship Earth, right? Because you're already talking about Epcot, which is a park. You know, I you know I, this is not to to criticize your favorite park, Damon, and I because it's one of my favorites too. It's you know a top one for me as well um you know it doesn't have as many attractions as like a magic kingdom right and uh so when you go and close something like spaceship earth you know that's going to leave a pretty big gap so i feel like at this point now especially since it's going to be a very long refurbishment i think wasn't it a year and a half they were talking because they're going to redo the whole thing um i think they're going to wait until guardians is open and then maybe announce that they're going to close spaceship earth and start that work you know but yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. So I think imagination is probably just like low on the list, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so so to that end, the uh, lounge, you know, it'll be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't see going anywhere anytime soon. I, I, you know, I listen. I, I would like to. I'd love to see lounges in every park. I, I would if they could make that happen. I think that that would be. I think DVC members would be very happy with that. And I think you would hear a little less noise about the lack of perks at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. than you're hearing now. Cause obviously there is quite a, quite a bit of noise about, you know, missing perks and such. But, um, I think something like that would go a long way. I do now, wonder when we're going to see moonlight magic, moonlight magic again and such. You know? Well, so, so here's the monkey's paw wish part of that is, you know, if if you asked for more lounges, would you be okay with the fact that other things like Moonlight Magic maybe couldn't happen anymore? Yes. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> because the problem with Moonlight Magic to me, I, lo- I love the idea of it and I love that it, it happens and I think they're really cool parties and I think it's a really cool thing. But at the same time, most people go on vacation when they're able to go on vacation, right? Like it's most people don't get to pick, right? Because they have kids or they have jobs that restrict them from doing so. So like, unless your vacation just so happens to line up with one of them, then you don't, you don't get that benefit at all. Right. But a lounge 24, not 24, seven, 365, right. If it's open year round, you, you can get that benefit anytime you go, no matter what time of year it is. Right. So for me, that's a fine trade off, but yeah, I, I agree. And yeah, I'm I'm still a little salty because, you know, I twice had the opportunity to go to Moonlight Magic and both times lost the opportunity um, for you've really for not reasons. had good luck with trips in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's just yeah. Been- and, but but again, to that to that point is, yeah, you know, you know, stuff like Moonlight Magic, because it is, you know, deliberately planned. It, it sucks when 
you're not able to get there for it and you miss it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus, exactly. yeah. If, you know, I guess if, if I knew that, you know, the lounge was always going to be there and, you know, like I said, I, I like the idea of, you know, in every park, you know, I have a place where, you know, I can just go and sit and relax and, you know, you know, take a, you know, 20 minute breather because you, you know, it is, it is a lot like, or well, when you're coming as far as we are, you know, you know, we try to get a lot done. So it's very exhausting. Yeah. You know, just having that would be, yeah, I, I would definitely appreciate that and, and be willing to sacrifice moonlight magic for it. I, I'm waiting for, this is going to become a, a, a point of contention in the, you know, the, the Facebook group. I think I, I, I feel like you I just made so? somebody angry. I, I think so. <laughs> I, I think somebody's going to come for me on that. On, on, on not wanting Moonlight Magic and wanting lounges instead? Is that? Yeah. Eh, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think that's that controversial of a take. I got, you know, I don't know. But I mean, I, we'll know, I, just, I, I just have a feeling that some somebody's uh, getting mad at their uh, whatever they're yelling at their, at their, yeah, somebody's yelling <laughs> yeah. at their car or, or phone or however they're listening to us. Yeah. I do think it's funny when people post stuff like that where like I was yelling at my, my phone <laughs> well because like i also think people it's funny because when we do this i i think when you come on if you were to come on the show or if you were to do this regularly you understand that sometimes like in the moment we just don't remember stuff or we just say something in the moment that comes out wrong or you know it's it's hard to talk and not make mistakes you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is it's hard so it, yeah. it's there are times that that kind of stuff just happens and and uh but then people yell at us it's like why aren't you remembering this one thing it's like i don't know because there's lots it's, it, this is hard to do so anyway we should go ahead and do our ad all right, so uh, we're 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 happy to uh, to to welcome back our our, our sponsors, uh, and and that would be uh, Worlds of DVC, and uh, you know they've been great partners to us over the years, and and we're continuing our partnership. And actually, we've got some interesting stuff that we're going to do with them this year. So uh, stay tuned for that. We, we're going to we're going to change things up a little bit. So that should be kind of fun over here over in the uh, coming months here. So anyway, this one this week though is for DVC resale market, uh, DVC resale market, a world of DVC companies, the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney vacation club guides and three former Disney vacation club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to DVCResaleMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Welcome back to World of DVC. <laughs> yep. we had a very brief period of of no of no ads so <laughs> yeah but you no know, excited to to see what comes with this next year so yeah yeah, yeah. for that we are going to try some different things because uh you know we've been partners with them for a long time and listen we don't want our partnership with them to become white noise to you right you know <laughs> you just yeah. tune it out so we we want to try to do some different stuff so like i said stay tuned we'll see what happens uh coming up in the uh, year here so all right, so I, I don't know if we lost Damon permanently or if he just is not interested in what we're talking about. I'm <laughs> oh, just there not he is. interested in what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you wanted I, to I talk about the restaurant, yeah. right? 
Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna, I was coming back. I was just waiting for the boring talk of the lounges to be done. You don't care about the lounges, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, I, I think I've said 8,000 million times that the lounges are the best and I could care less about Moonlight Magic. So I didn't <laughs> think I had to say it a millionth and, you know, two times. You do so. have to sometimes. <laughs> no, I tuned that out, man. All right. I'm good with a million and one times. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So we've got... Uh, this was already announced, right? So, like, this is not really new news, but it, it's news in that uh, this is coming in 2020. So, the previously announced Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant will be opening in 2022. They didn't even give us a season on this, so we don't even know really what what season it's going to open. And I also want to remind everybody that Space 220 was supposed to open in what was it, 2019, <laughs> winter mm-hmm. 2019, yeah. <laughs> and just opened a few months ago. So. Let's let's all take this with a grain of salt. But they're saying 2022, so hopefully sometime this year. What's interesting reading this, though, so they say in this unique, fun, fa- uh, fun, family-friendly dining experience, guests will enjoy delicious barbecue fare while surrounded by a kaleidoscope of toys, games, and play sets Andy has brought together to create his one-of-a-kind one rodeo. Stepping into the lobby and waiting area, guests experience firsthand what it feels to be one of Andy's honorary toys before progressing into two larger dining rooms where Andy's rodeo takes place. Here, the rodeo will be in full swing with Western Town and Train Station playsets mixing with surprising playful details and some fa- uh, fan favorite Pixar characters uh, as they've never been seen before. I want to know what that means. All of that, <laughs> what we just said. Like, what is, what are they doing there? I mean, is it going to be like Whispering Canyon, but with Toy Story? Like, is that what we're talking so, here? <laughs> so, the way that you described that, I, I, I started envisioning, um, like the queue for for Toy Story Midway Mania, like because it's kind of similar. You know, they've got all the the you know the toys kind of make up the the queue area. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you started talking about you know them the characters being shown different ways, and immediately all I could think of was like '90s Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, in a bad way? Not, <laughs> no, 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 not in, in a good way. Like, like okay, when I was feeling a kid. nostalgic for '90s Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, got yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I, I suddenly just envisioned like a a Toy Story version of of a Chuck E. Cheese type experience. <laughs> I think it's all marketing. I don't think it's going to be anything except some you know big characters, and that's it. So you're just saying they're just it's somebody writing marketing copy copy. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like it. Okay. I'm just saying, like, they're saying guest experience. I mean, firsthand, what it feels like to be get one of Andy's honorary toys. That feels like... Oh, you know how you, you know, that can mean... Like, that's like I mean, the they just have big play sets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I just... I, if it is what you're describing, there would be more fanfare about it. It would be okay. an experience, not a restaurant, I almost feel like. I don't know. I'm always about barbecue because barbecue is usually a safe thing because you can cover anything in barbecue sauce and it's all right. That's so I feel like, <laughs> right? Like I feel like this could be a, a safe spot to eat, but mm, we'll see. Ice well, cream and barbecue sauce. So that's a thing for you. I think I, that I, I mean, exists. Ice cream and barbecue sauce is probably a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that exists. Yeah. You can pretty much cover anything in barbecue <laughs> sauce and it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, this is good though, too, because I feel. I feel like first of all, Toy Story Land itself needs more places to eat, right? It really just has the the Woody's lunchbox, and then also mm-hmm. ho- Hollywood Studios in general needs. Does more it though? To eat. Yeah, it's I think so, so. Small though, I think you're just cramming people in. Like I feel like that's the problem with Toy Story Land. It's just this weird shape. 
it's yeah. almost worse than the Avatar, but maybe not. Like Pandora and, and Toy Story Land are the two worst developed in terms of walking in. And I don't know, Pandora may be just because of the I don't know. It just I feel like they're both always busy. They're never not busy and they're just a pain in the butt to walk around in. You at least have the splitting paths in Pandora. Whereas yeah, Toy Story Land is yeah, it's it's One a straight path, basically. Line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's not that good. It's always busy. And when it's busy, it's like it's busy, right? Like yeah. you're right. Like even Pandora, when it's busy, you're like, all right, I'm going the other way. I don't have time for this. But <laughs> Toy Story Land, it's busy, you're beat. Yeah, and I mean the good thing about this restaurant is it's that like right at the entrance to the land, like literally right at the entrance. Is and it the good like, thing or the worst thing? Well, no, because it's broken. It's off to the side, right? So like you don't even really see. It's like in a show building backstage, basically. So like you see the the front of it, but it's you yeah. know what I mean. It, it's it's like it's not part of that main big path, really. It's like a. It, just it means you can get side. in and out of there without actually having to deal with what you were just talking about, Damon. Exactly. Ho- exactly. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. No, I mean, listen, I hope there's some sort of cool experience. It would be kind of cool if they did like a Whispering Canyon kind of thing with, you know, a Toy Story theme to it. I think, think it would fit. I think you could do it pretty easily. I mean, uh, but I just yeah. think it would be a bigger deal if that's what they were doing. I agree with you. I think it would be great and work great, but... Mm. I don't know how much can you commit to to this. I think we're going to be a design mode sort of, you know, big things in there and that's it. Yeah, and you know, I I guess what I hope for is like the the thing I dislike the most about Toy Story Land is that they've got a lot of really cool ideas in there that are poorly executed in the sense like you said it's it's a lot of big stuff, but it it just looks like just big fiberglass pieces like like there's no movement to them there's nothing like once you've looked at it, it's like oh yeah you know that that looks like a board game or that you know it, it doesn't give you a reason to go back and look at it again because it's just, it's very static i'm hoping you know based on what they're describing here with there being you know play sets or something in there um holograms well <laughs> I, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, kind of like how, when, you know, when we saw the preview for uh, the, the PIMS laboratory in in uh, California Adventure, how like there, there's like stuff moving around and and it's an interesting place to be in. I'm hoping for something like that to come of this or, or even like uh, I know it's not the best comparison, but but like sci fi dining theater has at least you're coming in and it, even though you're still just sitting at a table and, and there's a big screen and, but it, you know, it's emulating a drive-in theater. Yeah. Um, I think we, you know, we yeah. might see some videos here, right? Cause there is this rodeo taking place. I, I, maybe mm-hmm. we're going to see videos. Maybe, maybe, maybe the old Woody's. I don't think a show. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah. I don't think a show, but you know, again, in terms of an experience, but I could see like, yes, them showing old cartoons of that would be kind of cool. And that would be easy to do. Yeah, well, yeah. I do- some like I, that weird thing is a, like some fan favorite Pixar characters that they've never been seen before. What does that mean? It I almost guess. means like they're all going to be have a cowboy hat on. We're gonna see <laughs> we're gonna see Wally with a cowboy. We're gonna hat. see Wally just with a cowboy hat on in, yeah, in, in the Toy Story style. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because it just, we've only seen one piece of concept art, right? And they, and they trotted out the same piece of concept art again, right? So it's not like we've seen more stuff, but to your point, Trevor, it looks just like the queue for, it looks exactly like the queue for Toy Story Mid- uh, Midway Mania, right? So Which, although I guess it's not Toy Story Midway Mania anymore. It's Toy Story what Midway if you Mania. could, what if you could eat on the ride 
<laughs> like, wait, eat while you're going on the ride? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that's a lot of spinning. I don't think. I, I don't oh, think I'd be all about that. <laughs> so you eat on the that. ride and they only serve you soup. And the the, the, the secondary <laughs> game is not to spill any of the soup. And pie. And pie. It's soup and pie. That's it. That's all <laughs> you get. Score is based on how much you don't spill. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have a feeling there would be a lot of downtime with that ride. Uh, <laughs> no, it, you can it. hose it down. It's all self-sealed. Okay. It's, it's it gets a, hosed down. Yeah. It's hosed down. <laughs> they do use the word experience though. They do. That's what, see, I just, I feel like there's something more to this. They just, and they're just waiting to tease it as it gets closer. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, the, but the concept art looks very just, I'm in there and there's, animatronics like there, there might be animatronics yeah. in a tv screen but i, I again i th- which would be kind of cool i guess but i don't think we're gonna see once again one of a kind rodeo i think they're just gonna talk they're just gonna be characters on the walls that talk and maybe some buckets pop up like the game you know i don't know is it yeah, gonna that, be that's like where uh, i was saying like i got that chuck e cheese vibe from yeah right but yeah but you know i don't get me wrong like like i as a kid i liked it but the problem is is yeah now it's kind of yeah like and i and actually to to that point i didn't even go to chuck e cheese when i was a kid Uh, and maybe maybe this was only in canada but we had we actually had bullwinkles so like rocky and bullwinkle Yes, seriously, the, that's awesome. that sounds way cooler. It, it was it, because you actually had like like the the animatronics were all Rocky and Bullwinkle on stage. So that's awesome. <laughs> but it was the same idea, and yeah, it was yeah fond, fond childhood memories. Wait, did they have Natasha and the dude or no? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were on the side. Yeah, uh, okay. Boris and Natasha were. Um, they 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 would because the, there was like the little side thing where they were kind of they were like um the the Muppets the the old guys. Like they were, they okay. were kind of heckling um, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going. I, so this wasn't a fever dream, by the way. This, this actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I, I'm just going back though too, like to the original announcement here because this was they announced this April 30th, 2019. This restaurant's been in flight for three years now, <laughs> which it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But I mean, truthfully, the past two years have been kind of like a, a blur. Yeah. So. Interesting point, though, is, you know, in that same amount of time, Space 220 has finally come up. And it feels like Space 220 is far more complicated than this. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, in the original announcement, they said, once inside, you'll be surrounded by all of the rodeo festivities in action, as well as Western Town and train station playsets. And you might just spot some of your favorite Disney Pixar characters scattered throughout the restaurant in the form of toys and game pieces included in a toy version of Jesse, including a toy version of Jesse riding the back of a Trixie pull toy and unique versions of Bo Peep and her sheep. So I, I, who will, who will appear to be performing in the rodeo together? I don't know. I don't know. Same concept art though. Like this is the, the concept art is no different. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of walls that do stuff. That sounds about right. Although now I'm also thinking too of uh of of what is it? Is it Texas Texas Roadhouse? You ever go to Texas Roadhouse? I'm going to go with Damon because I don't know if the yes. Texas Roadhouse. You know, do, is that where they do the line dancing sometimes? Where they have all the waiters get together, and they do like a line dance. I don't remember it that. Much. I think they do. Well, now I'm just imagining all the waiters having to do something like that here. <laughs> Hmm. Which is not a terrible idea. I think it could be kind of kind of cool. But anyway, we who knows what this is going to look like. But there's also they did announce in this that they're also opening a uh, a store as well, but give very little details of this. So 
Um, after enjoying a rollicking ride through Toy Story Mania, you'll should be, soon be treated to a new experience that is filled with uh, filled to the brim with fun. So it's Jesse's Trading Post playset. Um, so wait, do I you have to ride the ride to get in here? That's a good question because they already have like a gift shop in, in, that would in the be exit. Great if you had to <laughs> score above a certain score to even get in. <laughs> you want to you want to make like an exclusive gift shop? Is that yeah, gamers only? No, it's, you can't even get into the restaurant. Serious gamers only. <laughs> Serious gamers only. Like if you can't throw those pies, no, no restaurant for you, man. Could you imagine if Disney did something like that? How cool it would be, and what the ridiculous feedback. Oh, how happen? mad people would be? Oh, yeah. Oh, how mad. But what if you made this that you had a score like, I don't remember, that goes up to a million, right? That one as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to so think of what score. my average score is there. But yeah. My average Usually. score is like four to five, I feel like. I'm trying to think. Unless I'm having a really good day and then maybe five to six. Yeah. So, but let's just say you made it 700 and up. Yeah, most people hit it like 300,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what if you had 700 and up but you can't eat in the restaurant? <laughs> no one would be eating at the restaurant. No, so everyone you, everyone would be looking up, up those game. guides like they do for Buzz Lightyear to max out your score. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to have some game. I'd be all about that. So what happens is you get off the ride, it gives you a special ticket. And then only with that ticket can you go into the restaurant. But you, you that ticket you can save it. It's not like just for that day. Like figure you got like a month. It still bothers me that at the end of that ride that they don't like you know do the long range scan on your magic band and put your name up uh, next to your score like that that still bothers. Nah, there might me. be fights then though. I mean, okay, <laughs> let there be fights then, right? Because <laughs> then it always has to be when we get off and be like, oh, what was your score? Because you look at best in vehicle and it's like, okay, what was your score? What was your score? What was your, you know what I mean? Like it's, I just want names. I want like a leaderboard on there. You know why can't they do that? Yeah. So, so that you can go chase down John in the in the park. Yo, how'd you get seven hundred thousand? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was there was just a I, there was just somebody recorded a fight at the exit of Toy Story Mania, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, I guarantee that was over scores. <laughs> is, is there? I just feel like I've seen so many videos of fights at Disney. I just don't like it, man. I just don't get it. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's it's not. I, I don't of understand all the it either. Places like find somewhere else to. To venture frustration, please. <laughs> I mean, I a little bit get it with the competitive stuff of the Toy Story, like how someone could get mad at somebody else, but like an actual fist fight over Toy Story just seems like a little much. It's usually not that though. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like it's true. usually other stuff, which is crazy, but Yeah. All right, what do we got? A whole bunch of boring stuff I don't care about. Oh man. <laughs> the Jaminators some- play with Kermit. J- the Jaminators, yeah. <laughs> gonna make me click this link i watched I mean, it It was good yeah. yeah i watched it was too although it's still ruined by new Kermit. but you know that's neither here nor there <laughs> yeah that's not changing i know it's unfortunate <laughs> i feel like he's getting a little bit better at it like i feel like watching that video he sounded a little better than the last time i heard kermit right but you know i don't know but so i love for- the jammers you, you don't you don't like the jammers uh damon no, I, I definitely didn't need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, can we talk about the uh, the rainbow oh, his voice connection? Is terrible, isn't it? Though, yeah. Have you just heard? Is this the first time you're hearing New Kermit? Oh, it's so bad. Oh. Why is he so bad? That's listen. This is what I've been saying for so long now. It's bothering me. 
it's it it's so bad, and there's so many people that could do it the old way. I I don't understand. I listen. I'm with you. I just like this has been bothering me forever. Every time I see it now, I'm just like, why did they hire this person? Like it's it, so so. Here's the interesting question: When Kermit was on Amphibia, did he sound better? I feel like I don't know. Was remember, the old Kermit guy was, still doing it though. I don't yeah, remember depends on I, when that was recorded. Yeah. All right. Watch Kermit make a cameo. So when is this? I'm going to look at this. So this is 2020. I mean, that would be the new guy at that point because I think the old guy got fired. Oh gosh, I think it was like at least 2018, maybe. So how did he do better? Like we're, we're going down now. We're going down um, the rabbit hole. A, a rabbit hole because <laughs> Kermit. You get to hear Kermit voice Crumpet the Frog. Okay, so who, all right. So who is so who's the, the last- new dude? The last voice was to he stopped in 2016. So he was 1990 to 2016. This guy's been the voice since 2017. Okay, all right. So hold on, but who is it? Uh, his name is Matt Vogel. He okay. So okay. So he did Crumpet the Frog. So here's my question: Why does Crumpet the Frog sound better than Kermit the Frog? Go listen to you can easily have to, Google yeah. Crumpet the Frog, and it's just the thing is, is that it's so much better. Maybe post production they fixed it, you know, like they like, you know, you know, like they they maybe they just messed with it uh, in in post and uh, and made it sound more like Kermit's supposed to sound because uh, so so there's the link, man. We'll we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> like, why does that sound so much better? That's I, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe it wasn't this Matt guy doing it. No, it's Matt because I, I looked him up on IMDb. He definitely did it, but it sounds way better. Oh hmm. my god! Yeah, he does. He sounds, right? he sounds like Kermit should sound. Yeah, but like... That's a, so what happened? I don't know. So it's the same guy. So obviously somebody made the decision to change the voice. This guy is also too... He's... Uh, he does a bunch of voices, man. He's like... He's Sweetums. Uh, he's Camilla the Chicken. Uh, he's also Big Bird? Yeah, he's he's Big but, Bird too. And, he, and the Count. Wow. He does a lot. He sounds really good on Amphibia. He does in yeah. 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I listen every time I hear him do it. I'm just like, is, is does Kermit have a cold? Like, what what's going on with Kermit? Like, <laughs> no, he sounds so easily. He, can, he yeah. can do the voice, obviously. <sighs> man, I don't know. Really I don't know. Cool. The rest of this stuff that you wrote in here is not exciting, though. Well, I All wanted right, to man. segue into the Rainbow Connection thing for the Festival of the Arts. I know you don't want to talk about it, Damon, but I wanted to point out like that, how they redid Figment, or actually, uh, like I'm just looking at the the Instagram picture for for that. And Figment's hair is fire. They He's got like this big mane of hair now. Yeah, that yeah. that restyle yeah. is that's something. Like that's I, I oh, like. Yeah, that. I didn't post <laughs> that. I I should have posted that one, but yeah, he looks awesome, right? Maybe. I mean, that's that's not his hair. That's his <laughs> horns, but it's they're very like. Yeah, it looks like his hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, again, it looks like he has hair, but yeah. Yeah. His horns are wide. Yeah, yeah that's it. At, yeah. They're yeah. they're they're wider than they were. Yeah, it that's what it is. It's they just look like thicker, so it almost looks like hair. Yeah. It does. It looks like the same like styling as the paintbrush. Yeah, actually if you back out of that and you go to just Zach Ridley, Ridley's uh Instagram, his post before that post is of the the figment that they created for Yeah. 
for uh, for the uh, it, for it the looks like horns when you're closer. Yeah, but yeah. further away, kind of looks like this mane of hair. Like it's kind of funny. <laughs> it does. I, I, you know, I, I kind of, I, I like that they did Rainbow Connection and they did a new show for it. I, first of all, I, I love the fact that they're doing special thing, like that this is that flexible that they can change up the light shows on this and it's not just the same light, light show every night. Like that makes it fresh and new and something different every time they do it, which is really cool. Um, although I think it is, I know rainbows are a big part of Festival of the Arts, but like, I feel like if you're going to do figment, like do like a figment thing on there, like do a figment song, right? Like do the yeah. one little spark, right? Like mm-hmm. as much as I love rainbow connection, like I just feel like that's a missed opportunity. Maybe it's just my figment. You're, you're assuming possible. that there's not going to be more stuff coming. I mean, like you said, they, they, yeah. they can change this out uh, now more easily. I get the feeling we're going to see a lot more stuff happening with uh, spaceship earth in the next year. That's my bet. I agree. And again, that, that leads into the talking about the 40th. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if if we see a few more change-ups on it. This Lunar New Year food is ridiculous. <laughs> now you're skipping right. ahead. <laughs> but, but, okay, but to, of, to be fair, the, the Mickey Mouse, the main attraction merchandise. Yeah, that's, that's a waste. Like, but this is, all, this is all Disneyland food, so I don't care. I but mean, man. it's food, though, nonetheless. We can talk yeah, about but it. I don't care. Because I can't get it. Well, some of far. it's some of it's Disneyland, some of it's Hong Kong Disneyland, some of it's Shanghai. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to talk about it because it's like just out of reach. Are you are you saying you're looking at it and you're like, it looks really? I'm good. mad. Is that yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm definitely mad. There's no doubt about that. A, a dusted beignet donut served with oolong creme and oh my goodness, an orange soy pudding. Like, what is that? What is orange soy pudding? I have no idea. It's, it's like kind of like what you would get, like, you know, like, you know, you can get that orange soy sauce barbecue. Like, is it, yeah, does it taste like, like general, does it taste like general chow's chicken? Like, 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 is that what we're dealing with here? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. This all looks really good, but I'm mm-hmm. mad. So I can't talk about it. <laughs> there, there's a barbecue pork bow. I'm, I'm going on mute and I'm done. I'm, okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm <All> right. See, and I put it on here just for him. All right. So anything else about Spaceship Earth before we go back to the food piece? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, like the, yeah, I, you know, I think we kind of touched on it that, uh, you know, the, these kinds of little shows and stuff, I, I get the feeling you're going to see more of them. It's not necessarily going to be like an announced big thing like like they do with the fireworks shows. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be cool depending on the time of year you're there, you'll get uh, a different experience. Trevor, I really, honestly, I can't wait for you to see it in person. Whether it's, I mean, probably the next opportunity you'll have is the meetup, right? And we'll we'll yeah. maybe go over to Epcot for the night or something, or for, or you know whatever. But it's, maybe yeah, maybe after the meetup we can pop over yeah. to Epcot or something like that. Yeah, because dude, I mean, it is in person. I mean, you watching the video of it, and I know you don't like spoilers, so you probably don't watch the video of it. But no, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing it in person is like, I said this before in my, it's like awe inspiring, man. It's like, I literally just stood there with my mouth open, like a five-year-old just, you know, watching it and just like, cause it's, I mean, I think this is in general with spaceship earth, right? Like you see it in pictures, but it doesn't really do it justice until you're there because of how large it really is. And when you're standing in front of it, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot more impactful than when you just see a picture of it or see it, you know, see a video of it or whatever. Um, but especially when you start seeing the show on it, it's, it's unreal. It's just, it's so cool. And you could see it from anywhere in the park, by the way, but 
That being said, you can see the lights from anywhere in the park, but you can't, uh, unless you're standing at the front of the park, like they only play the music at the front of the park. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like that area so, anyway. I, I actually do like hanging out around Spaceship Earth. Yeah, me too. I, I, it's, it's, it, the whole redo that they've done up there is really great. Well, this was even pre-redo. Like, I, I just, I don't know. There's just something about that area that, uh, yeah. Like, because the, the, um, the interventions pavilions used to be there and, and all that. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. I like it. <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll definitely we'll have to get over there because i still want to see harmonious i still haven't actually seen harmonious so i i would probably like to do that in that short little meetup trip that i'm doing so 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 here's my dilemma and I, honestly i think i'll need to work this out with my family for sure is that you know we were supposed to go in february and see all this stuff and now we're not going till november but yeah. then i'm going to be there in may and, and I'm going to be seeing a lot of this stuff without them, which, I mean, shouldn't matter, but it, it matters to me, I guess, probably. Yeah, yeah, because you want to experience it with them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I get I, it. I, I'm going to need to work through what all that looks like. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. So. Yeah, and and you know to the to the point of the Mickey merchandise, like I just saw it, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not wearing any of that. So <laughs> I do like the pin. Did you see the pin? The pin I, is- yeah, I did. Like it, it kind of it reminds me of like that, um, like '90s, yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Which, actually, I kind of like the ears too. The ears are kind of cool, but yeah, yeah. It's just it looks. I mean, you know, I get like they they're doing the white with the purple contrast to it but it just looks like i said it looks boring it like there's yeah it's i'm not into it really yeah yeah. i just i just like that one pin pretty much that that and the fact that everything like even the that uh the the plushie they have there like i would not buy that because it's so white that it's like it would it would look dirty like just I, i feel like it would just attract dirt because yeah, it would just sit I think there. You're right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you're definitely right about that. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, um, okay. I'd be well, afraid to yeah, touch let, it. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. <laughs> All right, you want to talk food? Let's talk. Yeah, food. let's. Uh, yeah, let's let's go through the lunar New Year stuff. Um, yeah, I just like talking about food, even if I can't even eat it. Like, just like I like looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's making me hungry. But well, you know, but I think you know it's good for like you know we, we're going to talk about this stuff and again with the meetup. You know, I, I I've been kind of thinking about this because we had talked previously about stuff that's coming for um, the Flower and Garden Festival, and I think you're right that we have to plan to to maybe do a like a, a quick tour around Epcot, but I think you and I are going to have to figure out, or, and you know, maybe if there's like a group of us, like figure out what, what works and what doesn't. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not going to buy a ton of food and, you know, only eat like one or two bites of it. So sure, let, sure. yeah, it's yeah. We're, we're, we're going to have to talk some more about it, but I, you know, I think looking through this stuff too, you know, we can kind of, it, it helps us figure out what, what'll work and what won't work for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I I think we'll also just meet to like, we'll have to figure out, I don't want to say a schedule, but I, you know, I don't think 
I think we'll have, you know, it out there. So if listeners want to come and join us with whatever we're doing in the parks that day, like I'm fine with that. Like, you know, we can, we can walk around with a a crew of listeners. Like it doesn't have to just be the meetup. If you're going to be around, I mean, we're going to go to the parks. So, and I know we were joking about this, but this is something we are going to do. We are going to go to Magic Kingdom and we're all going to ride Space Mountain together. So if we want to do that, like that's, that's going to happen. Right. So I I think. Yeah, I'm proposing that that'll be like, so we have the meetup on the Saturday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a, you know, first thing on Saturday morning, we all meet up and go over to Magic Kingdom first thing. And then, um, you know, get the, you know, do that so that we're not standing in line for two plus hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do stuff like that. We're, and again, we'll figure that stuff out as we get closer. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, food, food talk, food talk. So yeah. I'm just, you know what? I'm looking at the one picture. The So the first picture that we're looking at here, mm-hmm. the upper right hand corner, some sort of meat on top of rice. And I don't see a description of that listed anywhere, but I want to eat that. <laughs> well, like, that, I, don't know I what think it that's is. the spicy pork dan dan noodles is what it looks like. Is it? Because it says pan fried noodles, and that looks like rice to me. With ground pork and a spicy tri chili blend sauce. Yeah, but it looks like rice though. It doesn't look like noodles. Or, sorry, on the on the right. Yeah, the upper right hand corner. Yeah, that look. Those are noodles. What are you? Talking oh no no about? no no! I'm sorry. I'm. It's the second picture. It's the second picture. Oh, second picture. Oh, okay. second picture. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. um, but that one looks good too, though. I'm in. I'm into that one too. That one looks delicious as well. So that would be the beef bulgogi short rib with a green. Oh, on rice. Okay, there it is. All yeah. right, got it. <laughs> that looks good, man. I, that looks good. And I, you know, I don't eat beef, but that looks delicious. <laughs> bulgogi is really good, though. Like yeah. it's yeah, I I like it a lot. Um, that that looks delish. And, and yeah, like I said, the, going down to the next section. So, so <laughs> prosperity bow and buns. Um, I I'm a sucker for for bow in general, and yeah. this barbecue pork bow with red onions and jalapeno. Like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I bet that'll I'm, be really good. I'm all about this Mickey Chinese hot dog uh, bun thing. The brioche <laughs> style Mickey shaped bun stuff with hot dog and finished with with sesame seeds and scallions. Oh. That looks delicious, man. Really? That doesn't look good to you? I would eat that. No. No, I yeah, like oh. Yeah, that looks good. I, I mean, I, I, I like that. a pretzel, but just the, the hot dog shoved in there, I just uh. Oh man, that sounds awesome. What are you talking about? Who doesn't love hot dogs? Hot dogs are delicious. I mean, I, I like hot dogs. <laughs> it's just I, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't feel like the two go together for me. I mean, I don't know. maybe if it had like a good mustard with it, but yeah. I don't know, man. Looks good I, to me. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me see none of the drinks here like we usually don't do drink stuff because it's like none of us are really drinkers that much but uh you know there's some there's some interesting looking drinks uh yeah, very colorful drinks for the for this uh the, oh yeah the new year yeah yeah like the ones from the first set there the the ones that are like the um Oh gosh, what is this? Lotus flower glow cube ones that are like purple and red and like very bright. Like those are very yeah. cool. Yeah. Those are, those are very cool. So let's see what else we got here. Oh man. Spicy um, three cup chicken served on a bed of jasmine rice. Okay. I mean, listen, I'm always good for some chicken on some rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I like this good. next one. The, the impossible lion head meatballs. 
Okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> plant-based it's... pork meatballs? Wait, can you are you allowed to call something plant-based and also pork? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. I guess that's, that's what it's point. imitating, like, right? That's yeah. what it's imitating. Yeah, Im- imitation pork. Okay, that's fair. I, I can yeah. see that. Uh, a pr- Mickey purple sweet potato macaroon. Interesting. Sweet potato. Yeah. See, see, that's the thing is that sweet potato um, in, in a lot of uh, Asian food, or at least what I've tried, sweet potato is usually treated like a dessert, even though yeah, like for us, you know, we, we'll have it as like a side. With, I mean, like, you know, like <laughs> people do like sweet potato casseroles and stuff with like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. It's more like a side, but you know, sometimes people do it as dessert, but yeah, it's, I just, that's an interesting one. Like I've never thought of it in a macaroon, you know, like that's, that's weird mm-hmm. to me, but you know, maybe it's delicious. Who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to criticize. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> so let's see. Mango pineapple pie. I'm out on this only cause I hate pineapple, but you know, yeah. it's a cool little looking pie. I, I mean, I, you know, again, you, you know, me and pineapple and, and mango, you know, you know, the two of them together, honestly, I, I eat, I ate a lot of mango and pineapple together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, this would, yeah, I, I would probably just pick one of these up just cause. All right. Yeah. Well, this is, this is all stuff at Disneyland, by the way. We should yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, I, uh, maybe I need to try and, f- or well, again, squeeze if, in a Disneyland trip. <laughs> it, it, if the, the international travel restrictions let up, it, it's far more feasible. Right now, it's just sure. the the yeah. testing and everything just is a pain in the butt, and I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, all right. Well, what about this uh, California Adventure stuff here? We got. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there's some good looking stuff here, isn't there? Poison pork sliders. Yeah, that sounds really good. I'm also mm-hmm. just looking at the beverages here. White hot chocolate. That sounds good. Blue blue white hot chocolate. Wait, wait. Blue white chocolate topped with toasted marshmallow whipped cream and purple sugar that is interesting sounding but i want to eat i want to have it like give it to me <laughs> and these pork sliders look delicious too yeah you wouldn't Marinated do the pork uh, on hawaiian rolls with apple slock uh, what would you say the, uh, you wouldn't do the green tea slush i don't really uh, gr- the green tea s- stuff is it's not my thing i'm not really? into green tea no oh. see i'm not a fan i guess i i drink green tea every day so oh, really? I, like i i really i mean i like green tea it's uh yeah, obviously it's it's a staple in my house. So yeah, this and and the fact that it's almond milk too. Again, you know, for me, I'm always looking for those non dairy options. So this yeah. this looks uh, pretty interesting to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, yeah. All right, let's see what else we got here. What, what else we got? Uh, bu- 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 uh, just trying to find the food items. More oh, bao. here's a, another bow. Yeah, Chinese yeah. <laughs> barbecue pork with filled right. bun. That looks pretty good. Yeah. A mango pineapple pie again. That I'm was, out on this. That, that was the one up above. I think that I think yeah. they listed it twice for some reason. Yeah, that's kind of odd that they maybe it's maybe it's available in two different places. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, ooh. Some good looking dishes over here. Paradise Garden Grill. That there's some good stuff here. Korean uh, style barbecue chicken. All right. Yeah. I mean, Let's easy. That that uh, to me that that's like going to the food court at the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Whoa, that one there's a whole fried fish. I'm out on that. That creeps me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure Bottom- Okay, I guess they didn't show the bami on here cuz that no. was like a bami's like a sub, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh man, but you know, uh, pork, pork, grilled pork belly sounds pretty good though. Yeah, grilled pork belly always sounds good. What are we gonna <laughs> say? Fried fish. <laughs> I just wow. Yeah, it doesn't sound appetizing to me. They have they have one of those at Tiffins though. Like they 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 do a whole fish like yeah. that. I mean, I, mean, I guess I, if you're I into that wonder, sort of thing, I mean, you know, yeah, I have to wonder how many of these they would sell of the whole fried fish. I don't. That's a really good question. I mean, listen, I, I'm sure there's a people, a lot of people that are adventurous and will like these kinds of things and will do that. You know, yeah. I, it's not me. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. It's, it's served family style as well. It's, it's meant for two oh. people. Okay. So you so, need to have two people that agree to that. Yeah. All right, then. And, and I mean, I mean, reading about like, it, honestly, it actually doesn't sound that bad. So, so, you know, it's, it's a whole fish, which I know you're out on that, but then sweet and sour sauce, steamed rice and vegetables and chicken soup. So like, like. All around, it's probably, it sounds good. Yeah. My, I, I get you know not wanting the fish, but yeah, I don't know. At least it looks like the eyeballs aren't staring at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice that. of them to take those out. It is. It was nice of them to do that. Yeah, so you don't have to look <laughs> at the eyeballs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, we got chicken wings. You know, that's that's an easy one, and some uh, some Asian style street corn. I, I like a good street corn. That sounds pretty mm-hmm. good. Ooh, what is this stuff? Oh, oh, oh my it's, goodness. Ooh, that's that's going to be spicy good, too. Can, the, the street corn's style. got gochujang on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the Korean-style barbecue nachos with pork belly, cheesy corn sauce, crema, f- uh, radish, and spicy cucumbers. I want to eat that. Give me that. <laughs> that looks amazing. Mm. Oh, my gosh. No? You're not feeling that one? Uh, oh, man. There's a lot of pork belly going on here, and this again, makes me happy. Again, the nachos are um, they can be hit and miss for me right because yeah, you know sure. cheese and all that doesn't go well the the funny thing is there, there's another bow on here like i could i could walk around and like i could have like four bows bow tour yeah, yeah you could just do like a bow a tour yeah i yeah. like it and the oolong donut as well that would uh yeah yeah david mentioned that earlier so. he did yeah 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 uh, let's see. Oh, you got a lantern whoopie pie. I'm a big whoopie pie fan. That's, you know, it, although this seems pretty straightforward, though, where it's a vanilla buttercream and some sprinkles. I mean, you know. very red, though. Yeah, <laughs> very red. The, yeah, the, you, the, there'd be some interesting things happening, uh, you know, after after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for anyone that though, that I mean, Lunar New Year, you know, red, red is supposed to be uh, a lucky color, right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nice that they're doing that, but yeah, these are all like like lots of red dye in in the whoopie pie, the pretzel sticks as well. Which yeah. I, I do like the fact the fact that they did uh, tiger striped pretzel sticks. I think that's interesting, but uh, kind of cool. yeah, yeah, it's still pretzel stri- sticks. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's still pretzel sticks. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's move over to Hong Kong Disneyland then. Let's let's take a All look right. at some of the stuff they got here. Um, Things that none of us will ever have. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, right now, anyway, I've just, they don't have really descriptions here. It's like uh, <sighs> <laughs> this exquisite cuisine cuisine is filled with mouth watering ingredients. Yeah, that's really not very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, there's not, not a lot of description going on here. I'm trying to even scroll down to are any of these. Uh, do any of these have any descriptions in them? Okay, well, here's one. Sautéed sea. This is colorful New Year uh, set lunch for two. Sautéed sea cucumber, scallop, and yellow fungus. What? With honeybean on a basket steamed bamboo. Well, I, I, no, I'm out on all of this. 
Well, I mean, but <laughs> it, fungus means mushrooms, right? I know, but I'm out on all of it still. Okay. <laughs> no, all all of it. No, no. Um. Oh man, then there's the Chinese New Year combo stewed goose web. What is that? Hmm. <laughs> what is goose I web? I don't know what that's supposed to be. All right. Interesting. All right. I'm Googling this now. Now I'm like Googling what this is. <laughs> uh, dry oyster. Black, what is black moss? This is some interesting. This is why I can't go anywhere else because I feel like I would not be able to eat anything. You know, honestly, though, like <laughs> I know these things sound weird, but I feel that if you were there and you had them in the moment, you would probably find that they're not as weird as you think they are. Like yeah, it's. Fair. Yeah. I, Every I like, time I've I tried like, things in, in other countries, it, it's it's always turned out better than I expected, I guess. Better than, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm looking at the Shanghai stuff though, the next section here, and there's yeah. some good stuff in here. So the family feast, uh, Mickey shape, uh, braised pork belly. Uh, yeah. I, I will say, you know, the one thing that always gets me is when you see stuff coming out of, you know, Shanghai or Hong Kong or any of those the way that they plate things always looks so much nicer than anything I see in the, the North American parks. Oh, like they're they like some, one of yeah, these, they do some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One of these dishes literally looks like a Mickey face. I don't know what it is in this, in this feast, but you know, they're, they're saying, you know, Mickey shaped pork, like they're, they're deliberately cutting and shaping everything. So it looks like Mickey mouse faces, which yeah, they have, they have those yeah. eggs too. They have those eggs that are like the inside the, of the yolk is Mickey shaped. The, like I have no idea how they do that. They do something with centrifugal force to cause that to happen. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They literally have hard boiled eggs that have like the yolk inside is the shape of Mickey. And I've seen it on the internet before mm-hmm. and they have it in here. It's just kind of like off to the side. But like everything there is Mickey shaped, and they they somehow figure out a way to make everything Mickey shaped. It's kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> so here, let let me say this too. Uh, you know, again, talking about how they do things differently in Shanghai. There's a Donald Duck waffle. I want a Donald Duck waffle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Donald I, Duck I, I know, waffle. I know, yeah. I know. We have the Mickey waffles, and you know, we can all get the Mickey waffles, and they're good. But I want a Donald Duck waffle. <laughs> You know what? That's that's interesting, though. Is it just like the Donald Duck is more popular in in Sh- like? Is it's I don't know. But why can't we have that? <laughs> like I don't know because it it's the good. year of the tiger. It's not like they're doing like you know a character specific to the year, right? But I don't know. It's just I mean, interesting who, that I'm trying to think. No, there is no tiger or obvious tiger character in Disney. Or uh, I guess Raja Jasmine. Yeah, Raja. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of his name. I was going to say Jasmine's tiger. I couldn't think, but that's, yeah. I mean, there's gotta be another tiger. Yeah. But it's just weird that they're highlighting Donald stuff. Like is Donald just really popular in Shanghai? Okay. I guess. I mean, this is some cool Donald stuff though. I'll say that. <laughs> just, a, yeah, I'm with you though. I want a Donald waffle. Give me a Donald waffle. Yeah. yeah I'm, maybe we'll do that when we're, you know, ne- next time I'm meeting at at a restaurant in Disney is, can you bring me a Donald waffle and see what the the server does? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want a Mickey waffle. I want a Donald waffle. Yeah. They should have that. They should they should do that. Now I'm scrolling down though too, and they're showing from their Toy Story hotel, and I see that there's it looks like carrots, 
cut mm-hmm. into the shape of it's this toy. Yeah, it's a carrot cut into the shape of the the toy from Toy Story. I, yeah, it's just it's crazy the, some of the stuff they do over there. I I've just I wish they did more of it here. But anyway, I remember when they used to remember when they used to have the the butter. Uh, they uh, would you. I don't, were you ever around for that where the butter was shaped like Mickey and you would well, like when you go to a restaurant, they'd bring out the rolls and they bring out the butter and the butter was literally like sculpted to Mickey. I never saw that. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me, let me see if I can find this. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I remember this in the restaurants and maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe I'm not remembering that. Oh. <laughs> but here, hold on, guys. Just wait a second. The, you know, everyone's talking about the Figment popcorn bucket. There is a Chippendale Spring Festival popcorn bucket in Shanghai. What? Yeah. Where did you see that? You didn't. It, so uh, we're outdoor vending carts um, towards the bottom of the list. Oh man, here I found. Fa- I found a picture. Hold on, I found a picture of what I'm talking about. Oh man. Okay, hold on. The I'm butter, not the popcorn. Yeah, of the butter. Yeah, of the butter. <laughs> Yeah, they're used, and I'm not talking like you know, just like a pad of butter, like sitting on like the the table. I'm like talking about like a Mickey statue, like it was like a Mickey statue, and you would like cut into it with your knife. <laughs> Let me see this. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm trying to remember. I mean, it's been a long time. I feel like, but that's this is like some of the stuff they do in the Asian parks, you know? Yeah, you know, we need keep saying this we need more of this stuff but you know yeah i think i think everyone's sleeping on this chippendale popcorn bucket now We're, i'm gonna hype this up because uh you know everyone's all about figment and wait is this in this different. article or is it just yeah somewhere it's, you just yeah no it, it's towards the bottom so if you go like for the shanghai disney resort um yeah 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 under outdoor vending carts but they don't have a picture of it in here no they don't I, but you know but you oh, know yeah, yeah. okay i got it yeah yeah Let's you know, it'll yeah. probably be crazy. Like it'll be like like a like a molded Chippendale something, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Let's fact that they here. particularly called out Chippendale, like you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I found them. I found them. They're very cute. <laughs> Have you? Did you find a picture of them anywhere? Not yet. There, I got them. They're they're not what I expected, but they're cool nonetheless. Yeah, it's two of them in a in a basket. Is, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. I like it. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think yeah. we've we've talked about enough today. <laughs> let's 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 wrap things up. All right, uh, now I gotta get back to the rundown. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what you don't remember? You don't know it by heart by now after 159 episodes. Um, kind of, but uh, if my train of thought gets derailed, then we're in trouble. So <laughs> yeah, that's, no joke. I do. I, yeah. And everyone will laugh at this. I have a script that I go off of that. I have been reading since the beginning and I should, I should know it by heart, but still to this day, I still read through it because I just, like you said, if your wa- mind wanders for a sec, you might just like forget something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's not that I need the, the rundown, but it just helps. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So, okay. To start wrapping it up, uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, make sure you uh, send us an email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's uh, the main place to find us. We we get all kinds of emails. You know, people ask questions through there. You can share trip reports, all kinds of stuff. You know, questions not even necessarily related to 
stuff we talked about on the show. You know, we've, we've had people ask us about their, uh, our opinions on buying DVC contracts and stuff like that, which, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a great way to, to get in touch with us. If you guys have been listening to the show and you, you just want to chat, um, also, if you, uh, you know, if you're on social media, Facebook is, um, the, the, another big place to get a hold of us. You can find us there as Welcome Home Podcast. And you can also join our Facebook group, the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Uh, and if you do join the group, there's, uh, lots of other great listeners in there that, uh, you'll, you'll get to know some of our listeners and, uh, see all the memes and stories and everything that people share. And, um, yeah, may, make sure you guys check it out if you're looking for a, uh, a fun, positive uh, Disney group because I, I know that there's there's not a ton of them out there right now. I mean, there there is a couple of other good ones, but uh, I'm I'm very proud of our group. So make sure you guys can check it out. And uh, yeah, also uh, other places to find us on social media would be Welcome Home Podcast on YouTube and Welcome Home Picks on Instagram. Uh, those are great places to follow us for uh, when uh, park trips happen, which. You know, as we've been talking, we, we have the, the meetup coming. You'll be able to to see some stuff posted from from the meetup on those places. So make sure if you're not following those channels that uh, that you give us a follow just uh, to keep track of what we're doing. And uh, after all that said and done, if uh, you'd like to get some merchandise, make sure you go over to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out uh, the shirts, mugs, and, and other stuff we have available. And uh, as we were talking about the top of the episode... Uh, as we get, um, you know, we're looking at doing some new shirt designs and some new, new stuff coming up. So, um, make sure you guys keep the, keep that in mind so you can grab it off the store when, uh, when we, when we release those new shirt designs. Yeah. Like our, our haunted, uh, universe of energy. uh. Yeah. Yeah, Haunted, haunted (laughs) Ellen's Ellen's energy energy adventure. adventure. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I, I now I have some ideas in the back of my head on that one. So we'll, uh, you know, stay tuned. I think if we do, if we do the jeopardy soon, I scene, I feel like the background still has to have like the prehistoric like scenes in it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it some more. I, I think, you know, I'll, you know, I'll probably do some terrible MS Paint mock-up that uh, you know Damon will take and make a hundred times better. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, <laughs> you know keep, keep an eye out for that kind of stuff on the store going forward. But yeah, you know if if you want to support the podcast, uh, you know you know feel free to pick up some merch because it all goes towards helping us do more stuff like the meetups and uh, um, you know giveaways stuff like that. Uh, last but not least, uh, again, if you want to further support us, go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Um, if, if you like supporting uh, us through Patreon, there is exclusive merchandise on Patreon there. So stuff that you can't get in the store is on Patreon. And it also gets you access to the Discord server, which, um, you know, circling back on ways to get a hold of us is yet another place where we talk regularly with our listeners. So um, if you're interested in that, uh, consider subscribing on Patreon. Last but not least, if uh, you guys are listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. Um, you know, no, I'm not just saying that because, I mean, obviously, you know, I think everyone likes five-star ratings. I know Tom does in particular, yes. but uh, it helps more people find the podcast. Uh, we, you know, we we don't care so much about, you know, what the overall rating is, but we would like this to get out to as many people as possible. So... Um, you know, if you're listening on those uh, platforms, please consider leaving us five stars. 
Yes, please do. And also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app that's out there. You can find us. Just search for Disney, DVC, Welcome Home, all those terms. You should find us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult the Disney cast member or DVC representative for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to DVC Resale Market uh, for uh, sponsoring this episode and to World of DVC for continuing to be our partners. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no